Um, my worst anxiety story was um, first day back to community college, CP. And I went to this class and I went to this classroom and it was summertime and I think the AC was broken. It was the first day of summer class. And we sat in this class and the class got hot. Hot as shit. So in the middle of the, at the beginning of the class, as soon as we sit down, nigga, I started sweating. And by the time he ended calling, uh, ended up calling the first, like finished calling the uh, name roll and shit, roll call, nigga, I was profusely sweating. <laughs> profusely sweating, nigga. I'm just sitting there acting like nothing wrong with me, just profusely. <laughs> Like I'm in the middle of a basketball game in the front fucking row, bro. Yo, in son. the front fucking row, bro. Son. Dressed up for school, yeah. profusely sweating. Yo. Only nigga in the class doing this shit. Your it's your boy Robbie Dean back with another one. Are those fire ass episodes of me Blanc Amigo and this is episode 63 hit you after the meet this episode man this episode is full of lies bullshit and deception <laughs> and I'm playing in this episode man I break down how uh I thought I was going to a life-changing meeting and uh yeah it ended up being some bullshit and yeah pretty much all building up into this meeting i thought this was gonna be the one oh man all the heart i thought all that bullshit and you know i explained how i got duped like a real one uh of course i linked up with the homie mark you already know me block amigos finest me block amigos alumni you already know uh, episode 63, we already climbing the ladder to get to episode 70, episode 80, episode 90, and episode 100. And I do not know what I got planned for episode 100. Um, that's looking to hit in about half a year to a year, somewhere around there from now. But I really ain't got no more new news. You already know coronavirus at least uh us being on lockdown is coming to an end soon we all feel the vibes in the air all i can tell you is uh be strategic about the moves you make i understand you're desperate to get out the house and get some attention from a stranger but it is not worth it it is not worth it so yeah watch your moves wash your motherfucking hands wash your kids hands keep your asses clean you already know Episode 64, I'm going to be back. It's going to be more litter, litter, litter. More titter, titter, titter. Uh, This episode is fire as shit. I forgot to mention real quick. Really, I forgot what's in this episode. I'm so many episodes ahead already. I got to be more prepared as far as uh, writing down what I talked about in these episodes. But this episode is fire. Trust me, nigga. I got 62 previous episodes proving that I'm right. So, you don't believe me. I mean, not that you don't believe me, but give a nigga a chance. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, no intro, just jump straight into it, check it out, let me know if you like it or not. already know, they get more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y, again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y, and like always, 
like always, like always, baby. Like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit, like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. Motherfucking check, check, check. Say something. Uchi Wally Wally Uchi Bang Bang. We motherfucking back for a mother for another motherfucking episode of Me Blanc Amigo. This is motherfucking episode 63. How the fuck are you feeling after that bullshit? We white. <laughs> this nigga being fake to y'all right now. We literally just lost 20 fucking minutes of audio that we can never get back in life. Because it's going to be better. It's going to be more litter, litter, litter. And more titter, titter, titter this time. Fuck you talking about. Let's get it. Uh, this week's episode, mm. I was on my way over here, man. And uh, I drove. I sped. I skirt. 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 Got here. Oh, and nigga, how, by the way, how you been since last episode? My nigga. Fuck my store. Man, appreciate you asking, cuz. I've been good, man. Blessed as always. Every day above ground is a good day. Uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the earth uh, the world and all that. But, uh, shoot, I've been good, man. Still focusing. Uh, you know, staying elevated, man. Trying to feed my brain. Feed my, my soul, you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, you're reading books now. How your books been? It's cool. I'm reading Charlemagne's book right now. Where you uh, at right Shook now? One. I'm still in the beginning it. with it. Uh, I'm still in the beginning with it. Uh, I, I really haven't even got too far. I ain't even going to flex, uh, flex with you. But uh, one thing I am going to speak on, I do have accomplishment. Because, shoot, I think it's coming up Thursday. About to be like a month uh, where I haven't had no kind of alcoholic beverage. Mm, congrats. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate that, my We dude. taking a shot to celebrate? Hell no. <laughs> nah, no, I'll put one in the air, but... So what are you... Are you on an anti-alcohol thing, or are you just seeing how far you can take it? Um, Anti-alcohol just sounds... It has such a, like, such a negative connotation. That's why like, I asked you what we I'm take. I do want to see your reaction to it. I'm not against people drinking. No, like, nigga, I'm talking about you, not um, against you. But yeah, I mean, if you want to put it like that, then honestly, yeah, man, because, uh, shoot, man, I've been drinking. All right. First time I ever got drunk, I was 16 years old. Yeah. You feel me? And I've, like, drank on and off, shoot, went to college when I was, what, I had just turned 18, like, a week before college started. Or no, I think I was 17 a week. And then college started. So, you know, I was drinking in college, you know what I'm saying? In the beginning, 18 years old, you know what I mean? And kind of the trend has kind of always continued up until, like, recently, man. So, mm-hmm. that's like a decade of my life or more. Uh, just kind of drinking on a regular basis just because I can, you know. Uh, and it kind of hindered me, definitely hindered me sometimes because it fucked me up in some places. But um, I just realized it's better. I'm, I'm definitely good without it, bro. Uh, I'm just going to try my hardest to go without it. And I've been doing a lot better ever since I've been, uh, you know, free of the bottle. 
Now I wanted to ask you earlier when you was talking about the Charlemagne shit. You said you had got how far in the book? Not far at all. Like really, not even much to talk too much about it. I kind of wanted to, but uh, uh, damn, not even two chapters, three chapters. Bruh, shit been busy, my G. Oh man, shit been busy. I'm gonna have a whole synopsis for y'all niggas next time. Uh, but it it's basically about so far what I gather from it's about uh, anxiety and depression and at the beginning like the preface and everything. Uh, he was talking to somebody, some OG, um, and, oh, Scarface, matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, and it was, uh, Scarface said something about how to, telling people how to feel, like, you can't tell people how to feel, and how to cope with things, um, and people are just gonna naturally feel some kind of way, like, that's when, when somebody says, oh, I feel offended, mm-hmm. you can't say oh no you don't like you can't tell them how they feel if they feel that way they feel that way whether you think it's justified or not or if you're gonna act that way or not um it's like you can't tell people how to feel and so uh when certain people are feeling some kind of way and they don't have like an outlet when they feel like they don't have anything to talk to that i feel like that's when the uh, uh anxiety gets uh created and that's kind of what it was talking about that's kind of really the beginning it's just kind of explaining what his anxiety is uh, and you know what was your worst anxiety story and why you think of that I'm gonna tell mine like your worst story where either your nervous system took over or your brain took over your body or something like what was the worst anxiety story I'm gonna tell mine I got too many um my worst anxiety story was um first day back to community college CP and I went to this class and I went to this classroom and it was summertime and I think the AC was broken it was the first day of summer class and we sat in this class and the class got hot hot as shit so in the middle of the at the beginning of the class as soon as we sit down nigga I started sweating and by the time he ended calling uh, ended up calling the first like finished calling uh Name roll and shit, roll call, nigga. I was profusely sweating, <laughs> profusely sweating, nigga. I'm just sitting there acting like nothing wrong with me, just profusely. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in the middle of a basketball game in the front fucking row, bro. Yo, in son. the front fucking row, bro. Son. Dressed up for school. <laughs> Profusely sweating. Only nigga in the class doing this shit. And I couldn't stop sweating, bro, for like 10, 12 minutes. Like, just sweat, sweat, sweat. Then out of nowhere, I just did what calmed me down. I just started drawing. Mm. And like five, 10 minutes later, I was straight. Word. Straight up. (laughs) That's what's up. Anxiety, man. When you said that, when you said college, it automatically uh, brought back this memory. When I got drunk as hell, I don't know if it was anxiety. I don't think it was anxiety. I think it was just me being drunk as hell. And that again, that just goes to show shit be drunk. Um, but uh, yeah, just yeah, got drunk and threw up around some bitches. Yeah, I am anti liquor now. <laughs> uh, but anxiety, but honestly, I had, I got too many to count. I got way too many to count, man. I can't even honestly think of my worst because uh, my anxiety has been bad. And people who truly know me know that. Because, you know, I'm 
a very sociable person, but at times, like I, you know, just like anybody else, but for me, um, I can really get lost in like just being dolo, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and then it can kind of create, you know, depression to some extent, you know, without, you know, interacting with people as much, you know, that kind of antisocial <coughs> uh, behavior. That's real, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, this shit, I just had lots of things throughout my lifetime. I really can't think of one. But what I can tell you, one thing I can tell you, though, um, when it comes to anxiety that doesn't happen too much uh, anymore, I can't think of the last time, is when I used to get real nervous, I would get, like, uh, the sensation, like, of, I would get hot. I wouldn't sweat, though, Mm -hmm. but I would get, like, hot underneath my skin. It's it's Mm -hmm. like as if my skin is... uh, for like dots. Yeah, yeah. Like little itty bitty hot dots and I just and it just comes in like like imagine real talk, imagine a white person that's kind of pale. All of a sudden they just get super red and then get pale again and they just flash. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like red to the point like you know where they embarrassed or some shit, mm-hmm. but their whole mm-hmm. body get like that and it's just heat real quick. And it's like you know you just know you're mad nervous and you don't know what to do and I feel like your body is just trying to cope with it. So it's I don't know what's happening, but I know that that used to happen. It used to freak me out because it just used to affect my whole body and kind of my head, too, and kind of just put me in a weird headspace at the same time. I used to just say it was adrenaline to make myself feel good. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's adrenaline, nigga. Shit, it, it might have been. It's a rush. Honestly, it might have been. I don't even know, but yeah. Uh, and I've never been diagnosed with anxiety like any kind of anxiety disorder man i think some of this shit been here Mm -hmm. way before the diagnosis and it's a part of natural human anatomy of course now especially now it's kind of ingrained into our structure our framework our society about it yeah we know it yeah like anxiety everybody has anxiety everybody fucking got nervous about right or overthink some shit or, or fucking it has some shit in the back of their mind it's fucking human nature, my nigga. Right. So, what's the definition of anxiety? If we if we want to get technical, what is see, your definition before you look up the real definition? Well, to me, I know the like the word behind it is anxious. Mm-hmm. So it's like you. Mm, it's since I know the word, it's kind of hard to define right now. But it's like you're kind of looking forward to something for. Uh, easy definition you're really looking forward to something and emotionally it's being portrayed like you know that's the emotion the emotion of looking forward for something whether bad or good you know looking forward to an outcome uh, something along those lines and so I think their anxiety like you said here we go is something that's natural in all people mm-hmm. but I feel when it becomes a disorder is when it becomes a severe case or like it's extreme or it's over anxiety. It's not like the regular average anxiety. You How know does it become a disorder? Where do you draw the line and say, now this is a disorder? When it becomes like alcoholism or something, when it becomes to, when it starts to take over your life, the normal everyday life that people can go do is, or that you could normally do, once anxiety is taken over, you can't do it. Like manic depressants, and uh, freaking uh, anxiety, like, um, you know, dep- I can't even think of everything now, but you know, just a bunch of different 
anxiety. There's a bunch of different categories of anxiety disorders. So everybody got it, but I think some of them are extreme. And I believe it. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got kind of... I feel like even some crazy... Um, you know, some murderers probably suffer from some kind of anxiety disorder of some sort. If not, definitely some psychological disorder. I would say anxiety is... Uh, anxiety to me is something like... Um, the definition you gave of anxiety to me is something else. That's not anxiety to me. Anxiety is when... Uh, you just simply have a conscience about something mm-hmm. and it causes you to think about it mm-hmm. more than a simpleton or like an average minded motherfucker. When you know you clearly thinking more than the average person about it, that's anxiety. So say it, say it again. Anxiety to me is like uh, when you think about it more than the average person does when mm-hmm. it's on your conscience. When uh <clears throat> yeah, when you when it's on your conscious and you know it wouldn't be on a conscious of a simple minded motherfucker. Like when it's something you can't let go, that's anxiety to me. Like when you mm. think about it too fucking much. Mm. And I said just something that you're looking forward to and it's like uh whether it's bad or good and it's, that's the emotion, like the emotion that comes when you're looking forward to something and you don't know what it is. Like, I can give you examples like of anxiety. Like fear of the unknown. Yeah, like I give you examples of anxiety. Uh, that night before the first day of school when you was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when you bad as hell at school knowing that you about to come home and get your ass Yeah, when you know you about to go home and get your ass whooped. Uh, you got anxiety about that, but... Bad report card. Yeah. Uh, okay, police point. pulling you over. Anxiety. Hell yeah. Um, you know that's an anxiety attack. Knowing a bill finna get a cut off and you uh, you know you don't have the money and you just waiting on what day they gonna cut the shit off. Every day you just coming home t- uh, cutting the light on wondering what day they gonna cut it off or some shit. Being late to work knowing that you already been late to work a bunch of times and that they can, you know what I'm saying? They uh, really want to do something. Cranking your car up hoping you get to that gas station. Ooh lord. Ooh, <laughs> hoping that you go get old girl number, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hoping she ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying, be on no BS. Hoping she just late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hoping she don't curve you. You hoping that she really gave you the right number, cut. Oh. Nah. Straight up. That was all type of examples of anxiety. Now, I wanted to ask you this question like 12 minutes ago. Hold on. I got to say two things before Go ahead. I get I can remember this question. Good. I can't wait till we get a camera for one reason. Mm-hmm. So... Y'all can see these little skimpy little. Ah, don't do these, me like I, that. I got to. I got to. I got to. These little. Is I'm 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 smoking all Swisher. He's smoking Tukey blunts. You feel me? Tukey blunts. That's what Chief Keith used to say. Uh, Tukey blunts, fat blunts. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we smoking them Tukeys, yeah. and then um, yo. I gotta go back, man. I'm about to put it on blast. Bruh, we had such a great intro just now. Mm-hmm. Before. And I still gotta get to it. I'm holding all this shit in order. No. This shit is just additional. Oh, you gonna get to it? All this shit. Well, get to it then. 
Sesame now, goes. <laughs> I want to ask you this last question before we get up out of here. We'll wrap it up then. <laughs> uh, you had spoke on reading Charlemagne shit, right? Shout out to see the guy, yeah. And his book and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you the type of reader are you? Um, because there's like I think it's two different type of readers in this world, and it's deeper than just what type of reader you are. Like me. I'm an excellent reader. Like, I can read the words and it'll sound like a fucking Hamlet play or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not good at comprehending everything I said word for word. Do you go back and read it over and over again? Like, Hell no. Nah, that's what I'm saying. I just take it for what it was on the first run. <laughs> See, you just got to go back and read it to read for comprehension instead of just to read, just to read. Because I can do that. Like, I can read through something just like I can read Spanish. Like yeah. damn near fluently, yeah. But I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I just know how to pronounce the words and everything, but I don't know really what I'm saying. Um, and that's kind of just how it is. It's just like I read. Yeah, I definitely read for comprehension, man. Um, I read so that I can get an understand. Like I really gain, like read to gain something, or that's the objective, is to read to to gain something, not just to read it. Because the way that is. The way that you're describing it is like some shit at work or at school. You're just reading just so you can get through it. Somebody <laughs> call you out loud. Oh, call on Rob. It's Rob turn to read. Rob, can you read that section nigga, three? That nigga read flawlessly. Uh, you could not ask him what, I, what it was saying. <laughs> Rob the type reading flawlessly. He the type. She said, Rob, can you... uh?" Can you go to page 84 and read the first two paragraphs? He gonna say, what page 84 on? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, never, never mind. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I think I did some shit like that. <laughs> Niggas did some goofy shit like that. Uh, episode 60 fucking Trey. I got that from a movie, though. I ain't gonna count. 60 Trey. 60 Trey. The Wood. I think I came up with a title for this episode. Shout out to Bradfield Farm. Shout out to East Side of Charlotte. That shit remind you of the wood. Yeah. It was just <laughs> neighborhood. I don't know. Episode 63. Hit you after the meeting. I was on my way over here, right? Oh, boom, boom, boom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Skirt, skirt, skirt. See, this is where I started the podcast. Sure. Come back around for a circle. Yes, sir. I was on my way over here, right? Right. And um, I got here, grabbed all my shit, came upstairs. Niggas started singing some Cisco bullshit. And you let out of your mouth that Cisco is one of the greatest of his time. And why? I still stand on that. I stand on that. Why? Because, I mean, it's kind of undeniable. If you if you say that Cisco was in one of the, you might not have liked Cisco. Come on, man. Everybody knows some Cisco songs like "Of His Time," two, two um, "Incomplete," and the Thong song. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They go to. Ain't nobody walking around singing "Unleashed the Dragon." Them my joints, bro. <laughs> I don't need to think you want to unleash the dragon. Them, oh my God. To me, to, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. Because you know what I'm saying? I fuck with R&B. I felt like that was some different shit. Cisco was before his time, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
he he did a lot of different shit. I feel like he paved the way for Tyrese's and um, you know, kind of ushers and, and all. Of course, you know he got some they his predecessors. You got the mics and all of them, you know. But yeah, you think Cisco was one of the best of the '90s, early 2000s? Honestly, that yes. ten to twelve year span. If you can name ten R and B male artists he solo, definitely in the top ten. Ain't no yeah. doubt about that. I feel well in the within the nineties because I'm gonna say this: Drew Hill. Drew Hill's in the top group, but he was Drew Hill. There's no there's no Drew Hill without Cisco. People fucked with them three people in that group. Nokio, uh, Woody, and we're going to say the other nigga name was Chuck. So I don't remember what the fuck was his name was. But wasn't it like, wasn't it five of them? Or was it, just it was three more. It was him and three other niggas. Woody, uh, Nokio, and somebody else. But niggas fucked with them niggas. They were some cool, humble niggas. Yeah, and the big true. nigga could dance and do all the shit with yeah. them and shit. Like, <laughs> niggas fucked with uh, Drew Hill. Yeah. But Cisco was undoubtedly the star. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So I don't understand, but as a solo artist, nah, I, I don't. I was thinking how I can name 10 R&B male artists from the 90s that was bigger than Sicko. Not bigger, but had better music, I guess. You got R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Montel uh-huh. Jordan. What's that dude name? Keith Sweat. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even say, uh, Montel Jordan. I think Cisco got bigger than. Yeah, he definitely got bigger than Montel Jordan. All right, I give you that. He definitely uh, was bigger than Montel. Case. Jordan. He was bigger than Case. Music Soul Child. Mm, I feel like he's more legend. Like, look, man, Cisco. I feel changed the game because he was so ahead of his time. Like, think of people that we can think of ahead of their time. Like, even, I wouldn't even say Nipsey was ahead of his time, but to some extent, yeah. But, um. Cisco would have had a bigger impact as a 20 year old new artist in 2020 than he did then. I agree. Him now would be the face of R&B. Right. He would be a superstar in an era where there are no R&B Mega stars. What you said before, uh, uh, silver-haired, dancing, singing. A silver-haired nigga that can really hold a fucking note and is really dedicated to R&B only. Right. He would make these rap niggas go back to R&B niggas for hooks. Mmm. That is serious. Because right now... I mean, shoot, Drake and J. Cole, they kind of set it off with the, you know, harmonizing within the rapping and everything. I ain't say they set it off, but, you know, they kind of did set it off for our era, for our era. You know, you had the Bone Thugs and, you know, plenty of people did it before. But, you know, they set it off for our era and it's been going that way ever since. So the rappers been doing the same. They've been doing their own hooks and harmonizing and doing what the R&B dudes do because there's no dedicated R&B singer R&B male singer to this day. There's not another one I can think of other than Chris Breezy. He comes up in every conversation. It's only Chris Brown, bro. Chris Brown, Trey Songz. Trey Songz is nowhere close. Nah, Trey Songz is closer to. Trey Songz is a legend. 
Yeah, he is, but he still ain't. He was like the last one. He's the last one. Yeah, he is the last Mohican. (laughs) He's like the last one. And Chris Brown is the last like megastar. But he got that black eye from that Rihanna shit. That shit has blackballed him from really being Mm -hmm. like a top three musician in this world. Yeah. Like he was really our Michael Jackson. But compared to what Mike went through. I'm going to say, and then we can't, yeah, if you say he was our Michael Jackson, I can't even say that. Let me say just like why we, how we watching The Last Dance, um, why we see Michael Jordan is a great, like, uh, even Kobe Bryant, I mean, what well, he does compare, but anyways, why that comparison to Michael Jackson and to really any R&B person with Michael Jackson is Michael was a child star. That nigga was five years old. With like platinum record, like even to this day, like he was five years old doing shit like that. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus <laughs> underneath the bed. Hey, I kind of miss Christmas time for some reason. Hey, I love Christmas time. I don't. That shit is annoying, but like well, I miss that shit. Right I, I'm gonna say, damn, you right. I love the idea of it. I love when it goes good. Like, I just had this real fuzzy feeling just now when you, when you said that shit. <laughs> like, I don't so, know what it is. But when it comes to, like, reality, man, that shit hella stressful. I like to be way away from, you know what, this year what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy my gifts early this year. Ooh, I'm gonna buy, enjoy I'm a, Christmas. I'm saying it right here on wax. You feel me? I'm buying my joints early this year. I'm going to buy them shits in, like, fucking September. <laughs> Now, yeah, if Cisco was in 2020, I think he could be potentially bigger than Chris Byrne. I believe so, too. I don't know why, but Cisco remind me of Lil Uzi Vert, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I give you that. Yeah, I don't know why. But I still, I feel like Cisco... Extremes. Way, yeah, but what it is about Cisco is that he's impactful. Like, from... he He's legendary, man. He changed... I feel like he kind of changed the lane. He was so ahead of his time, but people still fucked with him. Like, he heavy. just stole Rodman swag. That's all it was. Who? He had stole Rodman swag ah, at the time. That's all it was. And Rodman was going in back then. He just stole Rodman swag. But you know what happened to him, though? I feel like what was Cisco's like, fate, unfortunately, in the music industry yeah. was the rumors that he was gay or bisexual or something. Mm-hmm. So that kind of... You know, you really think that cost him? Cause they done threw that shit on a few niggas. Yeah, I don't know. I guess back. Th- I feel like back then it was a little different. Like Luther was walking around with the nigga he was fucking, and nobody stopped him from making. You know, hits. I didn't know Luther was, like, cause I didn't, I didn't watch him or do like, you know, I just heard his songs. I didn't know nothing about him being gay uh, until yeah. like I was way older. Yeah. And I'm like, dang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't grow up like that. My mom had me at a young age. It's all so good. I'm I don't know about. Wild. Yeah, I don't know about none of them old school niggas. I told you my music stopped at like 1990. Oh, man. <laughs> I love like old 10 school. songs I know past. What were you listening to uh, uh, before? Earlier. Uh, yeah. Damn, what the fuck was that? Return of the Mac, you said. And then uh, let me see. Oh, damn. Is that? Damn. Oh, oh we good. We good. Did you call somebody? Nah, nah. I thought uh, I uh, dropped some uh, oregano. <laughs> what was that song? I forgot what the hell that song was. What the hell was we talking about? 
Summer Madness, Summertime. Damn, what was it? Hold on, nah, nah, nah. I think I added it. Oh yeah, Rock man. Steady by the Yeah, Witcher. Rock Steady, but yeah. Don't you wanna rock? My shit don't go past 1990. Like it's like ten songs beyond that. So that's that's how far my shit go. Bro. That song came out in 1992. That's crazy. Yeah. You got it, man. You know these old songs too, man. You know them though. Yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> you do. Um. What the hell was I about to ask? What was it about? Cisco being a, one of the greatest R and B, or one of the best in that era. Yeah, yeah. he really nah, was though. Nah. You, you don't give it to him. He was. He, he was up there, but I don't know. I'm still going off of you saying he was one of the best. Nah, but yeah, he was. He was one of the. I'm gonna say. All right. So this really what I want. I'm gonna say he's one of the most. Impactful. What number do you have him at? Shit, That's I can't the really think. Maybe, maybe like at towards the bottom, like you know, like eight, nine, ten, like seven or below. You know what I'm saying? You I can't really a lot of praise to an eight, my nigga. Huh? You giving a lot of praise to an eight? He? What you mean, an eight? You said you rank him eight, nine, ten. I'm saying you giving a lot of praise to an eight. Ah, nah, to be in the top 10 of an era, I feel like it, in itself is like, what? If somebody puts you or I feel like collectively, if people put you in the top 10 in the category of the best artists in an era, that's that's huge in itself. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I get that. Yeah, I get that. yeah. yeah. like to be t- number one, I don't even know who the fuck would be number one. Uh... <laughs> Usher, maybe? I don't know. Episode fucking 63. Yeah. What did it do, though? I told you, bro. Uh, oh, well, I didn't even get to tell you. Um, I thought your boy... I thought your boy was chosen, man. I thought I was it. I thought I was in. I thought I got the call. Mm, tell me about it. What you talking about? Oh, yeah, you was telling me, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Give me some details, though, because you ain't tell me the yeah, whole Yeah, I'm going to tell you the whole story from the top again. So, I thought the Illuminati called me. I thought they had chose me, you know what I'm saying? I mm. thought they was fucking with your boy. So, I get a call. We was about to be on. I was like, uh, hello? And this lady was on the phone. She was like, yeah, is this me, Blanca Amigo? Uh, we heard... You know, we heard your podcast. We wanted to talk to you about, you know, radio opportunities, radio business, uh, networking, da 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 et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, cool, yeah, I'm at work, so I really can't get into detail with her about it. So I'm like, well, I'm sure she's going to send me, if this is professional, she's going to send me an email with all the shit on it I need. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, she gets my email. She sends me all the information I need. So I hang the phone up. I'm like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know the days that finally came and picked a nigga up. I'm finna be on, nigga. So damn, all week I'm just thinking about this shit. Anxiety, mm-hmm. <laughs> anxiety, borderline anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, this is the mood. This is the mood. This is gonna be the one. It's gonna be the one. Didn't say shit to nobody. I believe in uh, catching motherfuckers by surprise and shit. Oh. Uh, Today arrives. I wake up. It's about 11 o'clock. I get a call from them. We're just calling to confirm that you'll be here at such and such. Uh, 
you know, da 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 da. Make sure you be here on time. Bring you know whatever you need, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm like, cool, yeah, I'll be there. Boom, hang the phone up. I'm like, oh shit, this for real. This about to go down. You know what I'm saying? Double check the email, get the address to make sure this shit is for real. Cause I told you, it's either two things I thought was happening. I thought the Illuminati was finna sign me away, or I thought the baby and them was finna set me up and beat my ass. One of them two things I thought was finna happen. Motherfucking <laughs> one thirty. 120 arrive, I get ready, I'm dipping out, I'm on my way over there, it's 2 o'clock, I get there, I pull up, I'm 38 hot, nigga, what? I'm 38 fucking hot, what happened man, hot, this shit is nothing that I expected to be, it was a scam? No, it wasn't no fucking scam. It was just some old rinky dink nigga shit. Like, mm, what was it though? Let me finish the story. Alright. I walk in there. First and fucking foremost, I see a co worker of mine. Soon as I walk in to the right, I see this nigga. Oh, what's up, nigga? What you doing in here? Boom. He does spoken word. They call him. So I'm like, this shit ain't adding up. This shit ain't making no sense. How the fuck they even find us? So then, boom, I look around the room. I notice it's some little kids in here, like little motherfuckers trying to be rappers and shit. So I'm like, these niggas went online and recruited us or some shit? Like, I don't know what the fuck going on. Now I think I'm in some men in black shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when Will Smith took the, the test in the little oval seat and shit. So I go in there and write my fucking name down. I write it down and shit. We go sit down. They was like, hey, you know, the front area is getting too compact. Y'all need to come in the back in the open area. So we go back there. Sit down. Strike one. Strike fucking one. This shit just looked like some rinky-dink homegrown bullshit. Mom and pop shit. Boom. It's two o'clock. I go in there and do all this shit. Now they send us to the back. It's about 208, 210. Strike two. Why? Because they late? You starting too fucking late. 208 to most interviews don't even start on time. Most doctor's appointments don't even start on time. Fuck that. This supposed to be some life-changing opportunity shit. Why you eight to ten minutes late? Bruh, that's only strike one, bro. Strike two. They didn't even tell you. Man, that's strike one. So they roll a fucking cart in there. And the lady just pressed fucking play on the shit. And it is the most bullshit video I've ever seen in my life. I swear to you, we can get on this computer and chop the same video up at the same graphics and everything. Bullshit. I mean, they get on there and talk about how, why you should join their team, the uh, employment opportunities, how you can make a thousand, thousands of dollars a week by working for their radio station. Which is not even in an established radio station. Uh, they also talk about how uh, they can take, they can sign you into their shit. Man, it was bullshit. Uh, by the time it was two thirteen, I grabbed my shit and walked out and left. Damn, but you didn't even give it a chance. Two thirteen, I left. They called me. 
two fifteen. Have you ever gotten a okay two fifteen? Yeah, two fifteen. What? Two fifteen, two thirteen. They uh called me, didn't answer. Two fifteen, they sent me a text. Hey, are you coming back to meet the producer? I ignored it. Have you ever gotten an opportunity like that before? Nah. And you turned it down without even seeing what it was like. Well, the thing was with me. Uh, well, you know when it start like that, it's some bullshit. I work with a nigga who stayed behind, so I'm what? A, I told you it's a nigga that I work with that was in there with me, so he gonna tell me what happened. I wasn't sticking around for that bullshit. So you feel like you can just call him back, like yo, if it's worth some shit. Yeah. Like yo, I had an emergency to go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was a bullshit. <laughs> I wasn't sticking around for 45 minutes for them to ask me for some money at the end. Oh yeah, you know they was gonna ask for some money at the end. I'm right? good. Right. I'm fucking good. That's a fact. You know they was gonna ask for some bread. So go ahead and be a part of our team. Yeah. It takes just a hundred and fifty-five dollars a week to slide up for our team. Yeah, just it's it's a two hundred dollar deposit. You get well, they probably they might have given y'all uh, recording access and all this kind of shit. I should have stayed so I could have more to tell about this story, but or you could you might have you might have been able to negotiate some shit, man. Or you could who knows what you could have done, man. So that was the other thing that blew me. It wasn't about them marketing your shit. It was about you joining their team. I don't have time to join their team. Sometimes joining the team could get you on. Mm-mm. I mean, I can't. I'm, I'm just speaking hypothetically. I, I'm not speaking from experience per se. Not to say that I joined the team to put me on, but shit. Yeah, certain. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, I actually I take that back. Yeah, sometimes joining the team can put you on. You know what I'm saying? It might be the avenue or the opportunity that you need to take it to the next level, man. Take take it. Take NBA. Touch, man. Let's go. So hey. you would... How low would you go to get yourself on? That's the question you done sprung up now. So it depends. On now you're saying doing. joining a team. Sound like you saying do what you got to do to get the way you got to go. But you seem like a man of such integrity. High integrity. Of course. So it depends on the terms, man. Got to look at the contract and shit like that. Gotta do. It depends on the terms. So let's say hypothetically, I go there to record. Like, I'm not paying them no, like, nah, I, ain't, I ain't paying no money. Well, sometimes you do got to pay money. But if I can get, at some point, I will get a return on my investment, then I'm willing to do it. Where it's kind of like guaranteed I know I'm going to get this. Okay, then I, you know. I wouldn't put up. You got to put up certain things like, you know, this microphone, the camera, all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to put up certain things uh, to get to get certain things. So um, two days a week, four weeks, sometimes five, uh, each week, if they paying me shit, it don't matter uh, shit, it would have to cover my gas and time. Depending on how much, how long I do it, what three hours out of day? You see what I'm saying? Uh, six hours out of twenty-four times seven. Uh, they paying me, nigga. To be honest, I would do it to begin with. Even at if somebody is willing to pay me for something that I do, I would do it 
even if they, let me tell you this, if they put me on a platform that could take me to a place that I did not have available at first, I would do it for free. What if you walk in there within five minutes and clearly see that your expertise could put them on a bigger platform than their expertise? In five minutes, you can clearly see that. That this is some outdated shit. Like, their concept was created when Thong Song was released. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you do? Did they show you the portfolio? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Did they show you anything that they had? I've seen clips, right? So, in this art, this video, this video they played. And before I speak on this, Strike 3, I take back Strike 2. Strike 3 was when uh, I walked in there and nobody had on face masks, nobody had gloves or nothing on. They were shaking hands and shit? Nah, but nobody had nothing on. Like, somebody wearing mask shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, so this was uh, the other part. Do your supervisor, do you wear masks at your job? They offer all that shit for us to wear. But do y'all wear it? Some of us do. At my job, though, I ain't... There's, there's still like a hundred motherfuckers around. Just might be two motherfuckers that wear a mask. Maybe mm-hmm. five. No, there's like some motherfuckers wear it. So that ain't strike neither, man. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> what you talking about? We in close quarters, bro. I'm, I'm cutting details. Right. Like this office was the size of this, size of this room. Where? So it's like eight of us in there. Mm, okay. <laughs> so then... Um, <clears throat> They cut this video on. They talk about how they hire all these famous radio hosts. And I'm looking at the people that they got in the pictures of the background of this shit. I ain't never seen none of these people a day in my motherfucking life. But all these people getting paid thousands of dollars by this company. Mm. Yep. But all these people are in Charlotte, though. Mm. And this is the shit you want me to give another minute of my time to? Mm. I can smell pig. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell a pig dinner coming from a Ramadan tunnel, my nigga. Damn. You feel me? Man. I'm just talking. But, uh. Nah, I feel you. So, you just thought it was some bullshit. You felt like they was about to ask for some money at the end. Basically. Yeah, if they would have, like, if they, if I had got the feeling that they was about to ask for some bread, and to me, like, at the end of the day, I said, do it sound like a scam? If they asking for some bread, that shit's scam. Unless, think of any job that you got offered. Any job that you got, they asking, they are wanting to pay you for your services. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very few jo- There are some jobs, so to speak, you know what I'm saying, where you got to put money in uh, like that, depending on what it is. There's plenty of jobs where you got to put money. You might got to get some new clothes or whatever. Um, but that particular kind of thing, it, it it just depends, man. I would have I would have felt it out if I trust your judgment, and if your judgment talk, told you that that place was some bullshit, yeah, then it probably was some bullshit. Man. Now, especially based on that description, I want to get into some real shit. All right, about time. Let's get it. <laughs> it's my favorite. All right, so. One of my old things 
hit me up. Oh, one of old things. Old things hit me up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't about to cry, y'all. I had to burp. <laughs> that nigga about to shed one. He said he wanted back, yo. So, my old thing hit me up, right? And right now, she going through some shit. She going through some shit uh, with this COVID-19 shit. Her hours cut. You know what I'm saying? So, her shit fucked up right now. You she know some bread, bro. Nah, nah, nah. It's a, it's a whole story and scenario I got to tell you. Oh, okay. So, she hit me up. She telling me all this shit. And, you know, in the midst of all this, you know, she FaceTimed me. And I noticed she walked in a closet. Mm-hmm. In this closet, I seen, I swear, it looked like 2008. Oh, all nigga shit, two thousand like academics. What? Uh, what was all that shit? Uh, the LRG, all that shit. Look like shit like that from there. You know, creative rec shoes and shit. It looked like that. So damn, I'm like damn. You know, I just look behind her. I just fuck with her while she in the middle of telling me her life story and sad. I'm like damn, who the fuck crib you at wearing all that shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I asked her that shit. She was like, oh, you know, that's the nigga she talking to. She's staying with him right now and shit. You know, she she got tired of being in her uh, people's crib and shit. She had to go back home for a little bit. So, skip all that. We get to the real shit. And she tells me she dating this nigga who... Uh, doesn't sexually satisfy her and <laughs> she don't want to be with him she's just using him for security oh. and she tells me all this shit while crying and apologizing to me and shit cause you know I'm a real nigga I be having him sound like a Drake voicemail you know what I'm saying this guy you know what I'm saying this that ain't me being cocky that's just me telling the truth you know what I'm saying Oh, uh, I wanted to ask you. Let me ask the question real quick and set it up. <clears throat> Why do women get in relationships with men that can't satisfy them? I think you said it, man. Key word. What? Security. Mm. I feel like, or, or, or. I about to say, sometimes it's not security. I about to say, or it's like love. If, if you want to go there, like they really just, you know, care for that person deeply. And so, you know, maybe they think the sex could get better or something. Or maybe they just settle. Like, okay, I, I just would rather be with this person regardless if the, if the sex That's is That's stupid to me. Because you rolling the dice. Now, I ain't saying what you saying, stupid. I'm saying that's a stupid-ass concept. And Logic. I know stupid-ass women think like that. Word. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, you get in a situation with a nigga like that. You commit to a nigga like that. And he never gets the clue of what you saying because of how you approach the situation. You gonna step out on that nigga. Facts. Eventually. Facts. Eventually, you gonna be 46 and regret that you wasted 15 years of your sexual life on this man. And now you done let some 26-year-old co-worker bend your ass over mm. in the back of Family Dollar 30 minutes after y'all done closed and y'all was throwing cardboard out. You know what I'm saying? Damn. <laughs> like, 
So I don't understand why women get in these situations. Stability, that's a whole nother game. You pimping now. You know what I'm right. saying? Stability is different, but to the women that really date niggas that don't satisfy them, like, what the fuck are you thinking? Cause I'm not dating no broad that I don't, don't like yeah. the sex with. Yeah, I couldn't. Ain't I no motherfucking way. Like, you know, that's extremely important. Yeah. Yeah, if it if it ain't hitting, I'm like, yo. <clears throat> How am I going to express to you how much I really want to, you know what I'm saying? How much I, <laughs> there's ways, but that that's that's important. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's called intimacy. That you connection got to be there. Yeah, we need that. You know what I'm saying? If that ain't there, then that's a problem. You feel me? So, yeah, I, I don't understand how that could be. I personally couldn't, couldn't do, I would try to work on it, you know, um, if it was like trash. Well, actually, no. If it was trash, I just, I just, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. I felt it was unworkable, I wouldn't even, you know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like even good sex is, you can work on, mm. you know what I'm saying? Now. Great sex, you can probably work on. That brings it's trash, it's trash, yeah. You're like, nah, there's no connection. That means. What's so, trash sex to you from a female? I knew that question was coming. Like, what's trash sex to you? Because to me. I can get my nut. You know what I'm saying? If my dick get hard, I can get my nut on a bitch. Um, I'm going to say, like, if it's just really, if it's awkward for the most part, or... What's awkward? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because awkward to me is, like, before you put it in. Nah, like, oh, like, way before then. Just yeah. like, if, if, like, the whole... I don't know what, like... Uh, Trash, trash is just like if I feel like I don't want to do it again, and that's what I consider trash. Give me a scenario. Uh, it was just way back, way before you know you was you know a one woman man. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. (laughs) Um, yeah, man, it was it was a little while ago, but uh. Yeah, I had just uh, met this chick, man, off of fucking uh, Instagram, and um, personality was just trash, you know what I'm saying? We had, you know, did the little shindig, but I was just like, wow, I would not, I wouldn't even want to ever, and it was decent, but I was just like, ah, I'm just going through it, going through the motions just to get the shit over with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I still got mine, but I was like, oh, it was it was kind of trash. It wasn't like trash in itself. Like to put for the pussy itself to be trash, yeah, it's got to be dry, like dumb, 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 dry. I feel like that's the only way <laughs> it can like, or, or if you just like, if she just not, I don't know, man. I feel like I ain't had no trash pussy in forever. I probably only had it like once or twice. Yeah. In my life. So I, I don't really know what trash pussy is. I would say, uh, I don't know about trash pussy, trash experiences. Yeah. 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 Let's say, yeah, let's go with trash experiences. Because it's kind of like. Damn, pussy that, is pussy. Yeah. I like, guess. there's good, memorable pussy, but then there's just like, average pussy is just like what I expect from most of them anyway. 
don't know, man. It's some pussy that's like memorable. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Like good pussy that like make you go crazy, cool. But that even to me that comes a dime a dozen. Like, Surely gonna hate this. You like, oh, you think about the uh, the old. The old <laughs> It ain't even about that, but like, yeah, to me, man, I feel like even good pussy can come down a dime a dozen. Um, yeah, it can. Forever. I feel like it's 50 50. I feel like it's 50 50. Yeah. Trash yeah. pussy, good pussy. Trash yeah. pussy, good pussy. Just like it probably is on their behalf. Like, you know, or like, you know, I would have probably good dick, bad dick. They probably get some good shit, some bad shit. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of all that shit, it was leading me to a whole nother topic with you. I got the magic stick. <laughs> Making her come versus orgasm. Damn, I was just talking about this recently. Now, um, I heard there was a difference. Where I wanted to go with this shit. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go. This shit has been a topic on our board for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I've been saving to bring this shit up. Word. Um, I had seen this shit on Twitter or on Facebook or some shit where they said there's a difference between making her come versus making her orgasm. Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference? I was just talking about this from my understanding before. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what always what I thought. An orgasm was like a deeper kind of feeling. Like a like a deeper uh, sensation. Mm-hmm. Like men, we only have from what shit. From when I did some research, we had different levels too. But for the most part, it's just we nut ejaculation. We got that climax. That's mm-hmm. that. Um, there's other if you want to do some Kama Sutra type shit. But you got can, the old shit stuff. Huh? You got the old shit stuff. What the fuck is that, bro? When you nut, you like, oh shit! Oh, so like one of your top ones, nigga. Your old shits, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got different levels of nut, but you know what I'm saying. For the most part, a nut is a nut. But for from for women's perspective, uh, coming or excuse me, an orgasm I just heard was uh, just like a more full body sensation where it's kind of like uncontrollable, and they might you know squirt or something. Where coming, well, they might come even if, I mean, they might squirt even if they come, but I feel like uh, coming just isn't as intense as an orgasm. But truly, I don't know. I wish a woman would call in or something and say or fucking tell me right now. But I think women, different women got different uh, definitions. Some women say they ain't never had an shit. orgasm. I don't fuck with that squirting shit. That shit is weird, bro. I don't, I don't like that weird. shit. Bro. I say I don't really fuck with it neither, bro. Cause the one time, well, I had it a couple times, but the one time I truly remember, there was so much of it, bro, it and is. it was every time. It was awkward. I'm like, yo, I gotta clean up every time I want to smash. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't fuck with that shit. Bro. It was ridiculous. Then when you dude. find out it's piss. No, it's not. It's piss. No, it's not, bro. <clears throat> bro. I ain't talking about it on the pornos. They probably be pissing on the pornos. be just squirting that Do shit. Do your research, bro. Man, Squirt I'm... is piss, bro. What? That's why the room smell like pee at. It didn't really smell like pee. Shit. Like, I don't know. It, like, it did a little bit, but I'm like, damn. So that's crazy. So this bitch just peed on me. <laughs> 
hate to tell you. That bitch peed on me. <laughs> That's why I told her she could never come back, bro. Bruh. I was like, nah, you I'm good with that, man. Do your research. It's not direct urine, but that shit is pretty much piss. Wow, I definitely gotta do my research, y'all. Y'all <laughs> y'all lucky I don't feel like looking that shit up right now. I will leave you uh oh, oh, man. Oh man. Do your research, man. You can Google that shit in two two minutes. That was a long time ago, so I ain't tripping. But, <laughs> plenty uh, of face washes since. What'd you say? I said oh, plenty, plenty of face washes. I thought you said plenty of fish. <laughs> I ain't never even used that shit, man. Now, last topic before we get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crush through a lot of fire-ass topics. You feel me? Uh, we've been watching this damn show, Insecure. You caught up on the latest episode? Mm-mm. You recorded it? Mm-hmm. I bet we're gonna watch that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Damn, I need some food. Speaking of Insecure, what up, dog? When do you feel like you broke through on your insecurities and your confidence? I feel like I'm still breaking through. I ain't gonna front. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> It's crazy as a thirty-year-old man, I still feel like I'm breaking through some of them. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm uh, simply put, I'm still breaking through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them I, I've broken through, um, and some of them I'm still battling with. Uh, you said insecurities and what else? Confidence and confidence. Yeah, uh, every day I feel like I become more and more confident in certain things. Um, and I had to discipline myself to stay confident. Um, and insecurities, I really feel like insecurities I broke through when I realized that the world doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. You know, when it comes to you insecurities. Flat, yeah. You fall flat and see don't nobody, nobody care about your shit yeah. in any fucking way. Nobody truly get Like, when it comes <laughs> down to it, the number one law of nature is self Preservation. Yep. Not other people's preservation. It's self-preservation. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, if, if all else fails, there's there's very few people who might really try to help you out. But when it comes down to it, you got to be down for yourself. You know what I mean? So that made me break through any insecurities. Like, I could care less what anybody thinks because I know that they don't truly matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as confidence, um, there's, there's certain things that I'm still trying to become more and more confident on. Um, I just gotta remind myself, work through them, man. Uh, might talk about what they are, but first, I wanna know how the fuck you broke through yours. I wanna know what yours are. That's a deep ass question, man. That's a real ass question. How I broke through mine? Yeah. With cockiness. Mmm. That's a good way to break through them. Sometimes it can backfire, but it's a yeah. good way to break through them. But mine was more like the proof is in the pudding, you know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> you know. What can you tell me about myself? You know? And oh, that's yeah. when uh, I was hitting that gym like a motherfucker. And uh, yeah, I need that gym to open back up so I can find myself once again. Oh, chill out, man. You keep, <laughs> you keep talking about this shit, man. Do some shit at the crib. I know it's hard, oh, man. That, yeah, it's like the gym is motivation. Yeah, when you yeah. see those weights, it just makes you want to pick them up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, buy some weights. 
That's what I was thinking about doing. That's a damn thing. I don't even have nothing here. I should have just buy. You got the nicest apartment gym I've ever seen. You and my cousin got the two nicest apartment gyms. And y'all niggas don't even walk a toe in that motherfucker. I have before. I definitely do, but it's closed right now. It's been closed. They closed it? Yeah. Damn. They left the gym at work over. Yeah, y'all niggas probably got some niggas with the COVID over there, too. Boy. Uh, it's a, Speaking of the COVID. It's a slew of them, ain't it? It's a nigga at work that caught that shit. Huh? It's man, look, God bless to everybody with COVID, man. Anybody who lost anybody to it, it's real shit, man. But God Almighty, the good, the crazy thing is he works opposite schedule of me. When I'm off for the weekend, he there. So he would you y'all would usually work together. Uh, we would work the same shift, but we didn't work together. We was the only weekend crews. He was the he was on the other weekend crew. He worked the same shift as me, but he went out with another crew. Now, uh, so you wouldn't have really came in contact with. Nah, me. I ain't coming contact. That's the thing I was about to say was, on his week he caught it. He reported it at work. They came in, sweeped the whole building, cleaned everything. So we was the only crew to come into like a fresh hole clean like sanitized building and shit like they cleaned everything the trucks the buildings the every fucking thing y'all saw him do it who me yeah nah we wasn't there so how y'all know they did it oh no nah, they did it during the day when he uh got that shit like the week we was not there the week it happened it happened on the week that we was uh but other people saw them clean yeah they had the whole like professional crew do that shit Mm, that's what's up. Hell yeah. So yeah, I wanted to leave out on that, man. Any uh COVID news at work? I heard they sending us new motherfucking checks by your cards, nigga. I don't know, but I can use that. But I got my um that shit I, oh my gosh, I just feel like there's so much attached to the <laughs> stimulus stuff, y'all. Oh you finally got your twelve hundred? Nah, uh it will it's supposed to get mailed. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do with it. I kind of just want to blow it real quick. It's like, hell no, nah, sit on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like something funky. I feel like something funky is like they're going to charge exactly 1200 Like, however much you get off of that, they're going to charge all that shit back. They're going to charge that shit. With interest. That shit going to be $1,200 for the rechargeable base for your portable oxygen <laughs> tank you need. Next year and shit. No, that ain't even funny, man. For real. Twelve hundred for that shit. Cause everybody get that shit right fuck back to live. Yeah, man. I ain't spending none of that shit, man. Uh do the right thing like Spike Lee, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out. That's what I wanna say. I'ma holler at y'all. It's been another fire ass episode. We cranking these shits out. I swear I wish we was them two white bitches getting paid 75 Hey, what's the name of that shit again? I'm uh, gonna call her daddy. Call her daddy. I mean, they asked me, did you listen to it? I ain't listened to it yet. Nah, we're gonna, we should, we're gonna listen, we gonna to, listen to it. We're gonna listen to it right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> call her daddy. I was thinking of it and I was like, damn, it's called me daddy? And I was like, nah, it's not that because I knew it was some women. Mm-hmm. But it's called her daddy. That's exactly what it is. That's a bet. Alright, we're gonna holla at you. Hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> And that's going to do it for episode 63, Hit You After The Meeting. Can y'all hear that rain in the background? That shit is beating on this garage roof. 
Anyways, I want to thank every last one of y'all that made it this far in the podcast. Even if you made it a quarter of the way. Even if you made it a half of the way. Even if you made it a whole way through and you listening to me right now. I, I appreciate you. Tune in next week when you already know I'm getting more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. The episode already done. I need to go ahead and edit and put it out back to back day to day. You know what I'm saying? But got to be smart and strategic with the content we're releasing. And uh, speaking of being smart and strategic with the content we're releasing, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. We're taking the next step in NBA. Stay tuned. We're taking the next step in NBA. I'm going to repeat it one last time. Stay tuned. We are taking the next step in NBA. And I'm going to leave it at that. Already know next episode is going to be more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Uh, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Uh, like my shit. Comment on my shit. And subscribe to my shit. Like the white girls in the motherfucking valley say. I'm out.